Welcome back to the best podcast in the world. We are the Rezies. I am Adamo and I'm joined, as always, by my brother Bernard. Let's do it, my Thank friend. Thank you for having me. Yes, there's a bit of confusion. People going, Adamo, who are you doing the podcast with today? No, I'm not in Greece. I'm not on the island of Mykonos. <laughs> That's my twin brother, Nicholas. I'm here. I don't take days off. We'll be doing this podcast every 365, week. 52 weeks <laughs> a year. But yeah, as you said, I've got to be the only person that can tell you boys apart. Yeah, like I went straight out, away. I went out last Saturday, NV nightclub. Not a bad joint. Not yeah. a bad joint. It was getting pulled up, bro. I thought you were in Greece. I'm like, no, mate. I don't well, stop It would be good working. if you ever had a commitment and you couldn't be there. You, you just send your brother. We've done that. We've done job interviews for each other. <laughs> not, I'm not even joking. Like, And he's got me a job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it similar no to personality-wise? I've never like met. Like when we, when we were doing university jobs, you know, like when you... Uh, okay, like, like a little interview packing, yeah, you know, like shipping containers, toll or like one of them. So I'll, sometimes if I couldn't make it, I'll just send him in. Nick, I can't make. I got another, I got another thing. Yeah, that would go in, and he would talk to people at work like it was me. No one would know anything. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's a good little ace to have up your sleeve. Mm. I want to start this podcast by saying, Bernard, we're growing very quickly, rapidly. I, I've got a second job. I work in the inner west, Sydney's inner west, great part of the world. Mm-hmm. That's our heartland out there. I get a lot of B team mentions. People, they love us. So hello to everyone that says hello to me. It's come up, and said the, they love the potty. The Leichhardt area. The Leichhardt area. That's yeah, yeah. your former Leichhardt wanderer. Yeah. That's a, it's a stronghold of the B team. <laughs> yeah, well, mate, we are growing on TikTok and we'll keep, we're, we're the TikTok rugby league. We are. At the I have no problem being known as that. Yeah. We're going to be the biggest TikTok podcast in the world. I want to start though with a video that you did. Yeah. You gave rugby. A spray. Rugby Australia. Yep. And rugby fans, there are a lot of them, believe it or not, mm. and they bit back at you. We posted a little video about you spraying them. Some of the comments. Yeah, read me some of them. Go. One of them is, Suwali went to Kings, yeah? Question mark. I'm aware of that. Yep. I'm guessing it's a rhetorical question. Yeah. Um, another guy goes, most Islanders have played both codes. Fair. That's almost racist. That's it's a bit of a generalization. Okay, yeah. Um... Another guy goes, Ponga, Sua, Gagai, Carrigan, yep. Kronk, Kiri, JWH, were all union players coming up. Bernard. I'm aware. And that's why I put them in the photo. All the all the union players that are playing league, I put them at the end saying, yes, they, they, they can develop players. I acknowledge that. I said, focus on your development and pathways okay. for rugby union so because you're, you're losing them to rugby so league. So your argument is that they don't have a proper pathways, pathways. like an under-20s or a jersey flag or something. Or an SG ball, you know, Harold Matthews, where they're developing their juniors to stay in rugby. And and, and honestly, it's probably, and, and a few comments pointed out, it's probably the money. that Rugby, rugby Australia aren't offering these kids enough money to stick around because... NRL are coming in with big contract offers for your Suwalis to come play for the Roosters or Souths. So they, they lack their... They don't, I don't think they have faith or a good junior system. And a lot of people agreed with me in the comments section and said... A few people you know did. What? There was... A, the, the Rugby Australia prioritised the GPS schools and the private schools and there's not enough support for club rugby players. So there was a few people back in my, my suggestion. There are a few. I'm reading through a few. There was a few people that backed you. And the, this guy doesn't understand that it's Union's platform that has created these great league players. And another guy has said, who made this clout chaser a sports expert? Stick to comedy, bro. <laughs> yeah, you no, I'll, I'll stay in my lane. But I will, look, I, I played rugby. I played rugby at St. Pat's Stratfield High School How'd rugby. I was, I was a decent halfback. Got a good left to right on me, right? But I, I, I could see the issue being that they just skew towards the private schools. Mm. And, it, it yeah, rugby can 
they've got good players. It's not they it's just not, don't know how to retain. It's them. not the NRL's fault. The NRL just has good recruitment. I'm sorry that Parramatta go get Terpai Maroa, or I'm sorry that Joseph Suwali got snagged up. If they're that good, and keep rug- them. Or if rugby is that good, keep them. Yeah, they're obviously they're obviously there needs to be a to play another sport, whether it be for more money or there's just a better pathway in another code. Well said. No, I like that. Big big drama mm-hmm. over the weekend was Ricky Stewart yep. sticky weak gutted dog is what he called Jamin Salmon for yeah. what he thought was a low act, but now he's said that there's a little bit of history between the two. Bernard, what do you make of the whole sticky yeah. Stewart Salmon well, I think saga? The issue was he said he's a weak gutted dog as a kid. So he said as a kid yeah, he's so a weak gutted dog. It's gotten very personal. All right, and it was in you know. It's not a season without Ricky Stewart blowing up in a press conference. He, he's not he's not one to shy away from a press conference blow up. But I gotta say, I've, who you backing here? I'm I ba- feel like you're backing Sticky. I just think the media surrounding Ricky is a is not unfair because he he's acknowledged what I said was wrong, and yeah. he, you know he probably shouldn't have blown up in that aspect. They lost the game. It was probably he was probably angry at the result. Canberra probably can't make the finals now, but. I don't see it as that bad. I like seeing a passionate coach. I bet you all the Canberra Raiders players say, I love my coach because he backs me to the hills. What he did on the field was a low act. He kicked him in the balls. He's going to get fined for it. I, I, I just think as a player, I'd love, my, I'd love for my coach to back me like how Ricky backs his players. Was the comment that bad? I mean, it, it, you yeah. know, I've said worse things to my mates. I know, but you can't you can't call as someone a, a dog. As a professional coach, in that setting, he shouldn't have said of it. And he acknowledged not. that. Of but course not. I'm saying it's not that bad. I personally... See, I actually... Maybe you and I look at through different media channels because I'm actually surprised at how much support he's getting. Now, people saying, you know, he was speaking as a father. Let's just get one thing straight. Jamin Salmon, according to his family, hasn't known Sticky since he was 12. So really... What could have happened that has got Sticky so burnt? But the rumors are the rumors are that he that he bullied his son. Yeah, yeah. Like, but no, so yeah, Jaden Salmon played with Ricky's son at the Cronulla Sharks when Ricky was at the Cronulla Sharks, and they were saying that you know that he bullied him in some some sense or like his behavior as a child towards. Come on, he was a, like we're talking about an eleven year old. Yeah, we're not obviously. talking about a fifteen year old or a sixteen year old. You can't call someone. Well, a, R- Ricky can hold grudges. That's what that's he all we can, clearly that's can. I think it's just a case of Canberra went into that game. They leaked it to the media, which means Sticky told someone, we're going to bash Penrith. Because the last couple of times Penrith have played us, they've embarrassed us and they've taken the mickey out of us. Mm. They once again got embarrassed by Penrith, a halvesless Penrith. Mm-hmm. That's a, it's a shocking loss. Sticky is upset, so he's resulted to that. You don't call someone a dog. And you don't, like, the fact that he's not only calling, if he said that was a dog act, I don't have a problem with it because it was. You don't then go back and say he's been a dog since he was a kid. That's you can't slander someone like that on a public forum. It's not professional, but what I'm saying is that I, I feel like a lot of pundits, your vossies, yeah, yeah, yeah they, they're just piling on top of Ricky. Yeah, he's just I, a pa- he's a passionate coach. I, yes, it's probably warranted. Yeah, I think and saying right. you know, oh, he should be stepped down for the remainder of the season. Listen, give him a one game suspension, which he will cop, and and he's getting fined. He's aware of that. He's acknowledged his mistake, but at the end of the day. You know, what's, hap- what's happened's happened. And, you know, sa- Salmon... I think, look, w- I wouldn't have had any problem if I had heard, breaking news, Sticky Stewart has just sprayed Salmon in the tunnel and there's a couple collar punches. I've no problem with that. <laughs> Keep it in the, the safety of that. When you then go on a microphone and slander him 
and go back in time as well. He's been a dog since he was a kid. You don't call someone a dog. You, yeah. or if you call someone a well, dog, you are saying he's the lowest of the low. A lot of, of people are saying it's a very sensitive topic for, for Ricky. You know, who knows what could have been said ages ago or how, how, how he was with, with his sons or whatever it be. But, I don't know, just boiled over. He was in the heat of the moment. I felt bad for Elliot Whitehead, who's sitting there yeah. <laughs> freaking when he said that. But, look, the simple fact is, Canberra bottled it hard. So they, what you're saying is, if someone is a weak gutted dog, you can't say it publicly? Not on that forum. Now, I don't you know, know Salmon personally, no. but what if he is a weak gutted dog? Then you know what you know what you do? You, as I said, you pull him in the, the tunnel and you go, Oi, I've always thought you're a weak gutted dog. Mm. Bang, he's a little collar jab on your chin. No one Bit sees it. He punches. You know, and you don't yeah. even say what happens. I'm happy with him doing that. Sort it out. Ricky can throw him. Or I'm get sure. one of the boys to sort him yeah, out Yeah, well, Sticky can definitely throw him. Same when he did a little <laughs> with Mick yeah. Ennis. Do that in the chain room. You don't go on that forum, though. Yeah, just it's unprofessional. It's a bad look for the game. But, Ricky, you're back, your boys. I'm sure your Canberra-rated players. I, you up. know what, Sticky? I think Sticky's past his expiration date. At Canberra? I think so. I think it's time. Well, a lot of a lot of people on Twitter. Now, Twitter's he's just the got worst that. place for it rugby is. league pundits. But a lot of people are saying he's it's embarrassing for Canberra. And, and he's, I think that's the final well straw. Past his expiration I think so. date at Canberra. Sticky has an expiration date with a lot of teams. And I think... Once he hits that, stuff like this starts happening. Their team's too good to be I missing I bet the you eight. if you ask the players at Canberra. I'm sure they love him. I, uh, they they I'm love, sure him, they like, love like him like a father. I'm sure they love stuff. him. But some, when you got a team, Jack Whiten, gun. Their backs mm. are good. They got one of the best forward packs. They've got the best forward in the comp at the moment, Joe Tarpany. They can't mm. be missing the eight. They're too good. And unfortunately, it looks like they you are. need a scapegoat sometimes. To. It could be Sticky Stewart. Another thing mm-hmm. that happened that has been very all over the news Suburban grounds. Yes, massive. Massive for two reasons. One of them was the collapse of one of them at Leichhardt Oval. Now, you know me, Adama. I'm an avid... We love our suburban grounds. We love our suburban grounds. But I, I, I'm a. I'm pretty much a politician. I'm pretty much the people's... You are the... Pre- well, no, you are. Exactly. And I, I keep an eye on, on things in politics. Now, Dom Perrette had a previous agreement with the NRL, with Peter Valandi, saying that there's going to be funding... For suburban grounds, like there's stadium upgrades for Allianz, ANZ, and other stadiums, there was an agreement that there's going to be funding for suburban grounds. Much needed funding. Now, Dom Perrottet's done a Daily Cherry Evans and backflipped, right? Now, is this... Peter Valandis doesn't let this slide. He doesn't. He's gone head-to-head with him. And there hasn't been an agreement reached yet. We don't know what's going to happen. And then on the eve of this, while this is all boiling over, you go to Leichhardt Oval, and there's... Boys watching a game, they're leaning on a fence and the and thing collapses. collapses. Lucky no one broke their neck. We are very happy. It was no very embarrassing hurt. for the New South Wales government and the Leichhardt Oval in general. It's not a safe. It's obviously not a safe space for fans. It needs the upgrade. They need the upgrade, and this is like, I think this would probably be the the straw that broke the camel's back in Perrottet just going, you know what, Valandis, I've look, I'll give Dom, it. I'll give you some political advice. Mm-hmm. If you want to lose the working class of New South Wales, <laughs> which you already have a poor relationship with, keep going the way you're going. Yeah. And if they take the grand final to Queensland, Perrottet won't won't get re-elected. Well, he's gone. They said it cost around twenty million to install a flag on the Harbour Bridge. Exactly. Can we just take some of that money and Plus, just put it towards how, a stadium upgrade, or just for that little, just for some concrete, so that, that, that for that stand so, at yeah, Leichhardt? Yeah, just, yeah. Just allocate some of the Harbour Bridge money. Yep. Or whatever the steel fixing money is. Well, you know what? That you give me the up. 20 mil to install that flag, yeah. and then I'll use the left I'll have done it for 10. Yeah. I'll have done it for 10. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to get a couple quotes. Yeah. But uh, on that, watching 100% footy, 
First time I've ever watched that. Enjoyable watch. I very like, I like good it. watch. Yeah. We're very critical of Channel 9 and their coverage of football, but I've got to say, he's a very good panel show. Better than 360. Oh, I don't know the reason why we're critical. It's just very old. It's very Everyone's old. It's a bit dry. It's a bit boring. The ads. I know. It's, it's, it's been the right. same thing for 10 years. Exactly. Like the last, last And the talent's years. starting to age. Mm. But they were they had Abdul on there, and it was mm. it was Stephen A. Smith vibes because they were grueling him. They were going he was back and forth, back, yeah, yeah. and he said they were talking. I think it was Gus made a mad point. He said, "There's two ways you can go about it. Do we want to keep do, having games at A and Z? Because Abdul said we have games at A and Z. It's to grow the game, and so we can have bigger crowds. And Gus basically said." Look, we're not growing the games by having 14,000 at a big stadium. Why not just reinvest in what we have? Yeah, he also brought up, he said, what, what do you want? What, what's, your, what's your studies telling you? Because they obviously do a lot of focus groups and stuff like that. And they say, he said it changes upon demographic. A younger crowd, like, like you and I, want to go for a game experience, for the experience. Okay, It's great to watch at home. But we want to go for an experience, so they they're opting for we we wouldn't mind a thirty thousand crowd if the if the game experience yeah. is mad, so that's probably the direction that they're going to go in. And Gus was grilling him, saying, "Well, wh where do you want to go? You're going to have to eventually go to suburban grounds. We need and to. build that up because I'd love to have participated in this study, but give me yeah, a packed Leichhardt, Belmore." Even Campbelltown, the West Tigers, they're called the West Tigers. They're half West, half Balmain. They play three games a year at Campbelltown. Yeah. It's not Why are they playing ideal. Why are they playing at Parramatta? Why are they playing at ANZ? Two totally different areas. No, it's, it's uh, saying why is the so, why do uh, the Bulldogs have a home game at Combank Stadium? It it's in Parramatta. Uh, 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 we've been singing the praises we have. of suburban we've been grounds all year and and it's a shame that they're not gonna get the upgrades. No, nah, they're not. Perito. Uh, but, I mean, Valandis doesn't back down from a negotiation. They can't take the grand final to Queensland, though. It felt weird last year. I know they had to. It's got to be. It's a tradition. I'm a, I'm a bit old school. The AFL well, grand final needs to be in chip. Melbourne. It's a bargaining It's leverage that Lord Valandis has. I didn't even that, know you could leverage that. I thought it was just That's set. what I mean. It's like, like I we can, always had the grand final. No, we here. can take it away from you. It's a big economy booster. We can go do it in, we can go do it in Brisbane. So... Uh, are, are, New, are the New South Wales government willing to forego that? I don't think they will. They'll come to some sort they of will. agreement. They will. Surely. Surely. Tune in tomorrow for part two of this week's episode of the B-Team podcast. The best podcast in the world, baby. Let's go!